course, we uh, invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like, and just hit that like button and the subscribe button. Also, those that are streaming by way of Instagram, we appreciate you so much, and all the other social media platforms that we're streaming on now. Go ahead on and get your notepad or get your iPads or your phones or whatever you got, if you can take notes and you know watch at the same time. And let's get ready to study. And we're going to get into a uh, what I call a it's 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 a priority in terms of study and learning. This person we really need to learn, need to get to know him very well, and that is the Holy Spirit. So we talked about this past week, the Holy Spirit being a governor, you know, and we're gonna always be mentioning that because I'm seeing more and more and more. Uh, studying it from a, a kingdom concept or a kingdom precept, and the concept I receive is, is based on the precept or pre-thought uh, of the word, and seeing things that way, it makes scripture easier to be understood. Anytime you study scripture from a culturistic, uh, democratic mindset or a western mindset or a religious mindset, you're going to have problems. One thing we have to always remember is the Holy Spirit is the one that give illumination. If we're not understanding something, there's a block somewhere that's hindering him, him from doing what he does, and that's to give illumination. So we've already prayed, we're gonna get right into it. So we're gonna, um, now this, this generated, what generated um, uh, this uh, urge I got to, or this leading I got to go in this particular area, actually was a question that was posted on uh, Instagram uh, social media platform. And it was dealing with uh, where in the scripture it refers to the Holy Spirit as a person or a man. And any teacher knows this, that actually the teaching that comes is generated by a scholastic atmosphere. That means someone who is studying, who is investing, who really want to know uh, the word and be taught the word, they are always uh, get that word brought to them by putting a demand on the teaching gift. Now, Yeshua put it this way in Matthew Yahoo, uh, 13, right around verse 10, 11, 12, somewhere down in there, uh, he says that to you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. And the you that he was speaking to were the scholars, scholars that were following him. And uh, what is a scholar today? Uh, let's, uh, a person in college, I mean, they don't, don't nobody have to tell them to go to class. <laughs> they go to class on their own. I have to tell them to stay woke. They stay woke on their own. The ones that don't do that, then they flunk, they fail. Uh, they waste their money, but they are paying their money, their money to be in those particular colleges, taking those classes and taking notes. Uh, the ones that don't do it, they fail. They just don't make it. But the ones that apply themselves, they, they always come out on top and they, they graduate, they go through it, they get what they was there for. So the same way with the word, with the eternal living word, if I'm investing, if I want to know, if I don't, don't about have to tell me to assemble when we assemble together. I want to assemble. I can't wait to be taught. I want to be taught all the time. I'm researching. I'm studying. I don't want nobody to explain everything to me. I, I just want you to, as you teach me the principles, then I'm going to do my homework and stay up all night or the whole weekend and study. Now, how many people actually do that that you all know? Every, just about everybody in here been in college, went to college, got degrees and stuff like that, A degrees, B degrees, C degrees. Uh, now, how many uh, I've heard of someone taking scripture and going whole weekend, night and day, getting into the scripture and studying like that. Well, I, I've heard of people like that, myself for one. I've went up to 72 hours without sleeping, just praying, praying in the spirit, studying the word, getting into it to get out of it what I wanted to get. And as a result of that, up that Holy Spirit 
always brought the reward. Now, what the Holy Spirit will do, he will find out whether or not you really want what you say you want. You understand? So uh, as we teach uh, from illumination, it's the Holy Spirit in you that give you illumination and give you the understanding. And like I said, if there's a block there, there's a lack of desire to operate as a kingdom scholar. Uh, I hope everybody get that real good because some stuff I break down over and over again. Holy Spirit says stop because they, they're not going to get it or that person not going to get it. Why? Something is missing in terms of that desire uh, and, and that heart to invest. He knows all things. So we're going to look at the personality of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, uh, the person. Now, um, the first thing we want to look at, a point of study we want to look at, is the Holy Spirit is Yah, or, you know, say God. Now, I very seldom use that term now, and, you know, because I understand clearly that the Father has given us names to call him by. And uh, in a deity, a uh, so-called spiritual being can be a claim to being a God. So when you say God, you can be talking about anybody. But if you want to do that, we do it out of heaven because of culture. But the Hebrew conception of that is that he has a name. So the Holy Spirit is Yah. And that's one of his names. It's mentioned in Isaiah also, Yerma Yahu. All right. Now we're going to read from Messiah 5, 3 through 4. And we're using the uh, 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 common Jerusalem Bible, complete Jerusalem Bible. That translation is what we're using, and y'all, sh they should have it up so you can see it. All right, then Kepha said, and of course I like this one because it, it gives the original names. Kepha said, why has the adversary so filled your heart that you lied to Rick HaKadosh? And that's the Hebrew word for Holy Spirit. All right, and keep back some of the money you received for the land. Before you sold it, the property was yours. And after you sold it, the money was yours to use as you please. So what made you decide to do such a thing? Now notice he said that you lied to Ruach HaKadosh or the Holy Spirit, and he continued on in that thought. He's still making reference to Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit. And he says, so what made you decide to do such a thing? You have lied not to human beings, but to Elohim. You see, so the Holy Spirit is Elohim, part of the uh, uh, Trinity, we call it, uh, I'd say, sovereign uh, creator or ruler Trinity, being the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So here in Scripture, making reference to him as being Yah. Okay, y'all see that? So that's what Scripture, because someone asked me, where in the Bible it said the Holy Spirit is God? Well, here it is right here. Okay? So the Holy Spirit is Yah. Okay? All right, now, Elohim making reference to the Holy Spirit. Uh, this is uh, Yochanan 4 and 24. He said, Elohim is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Okay, and all we are doing now is building a foundation uh, so we can get a good understanding of Holy Spirit, the person, and not just a cloud uh, jerking and jumping. Uh, uh, the Holy Spirit told me something. He is a person. Now, here are some uh, what you call some essential uh, building blocks of what is Elohim composed of. So he is, the scripture said he is a spirit. And say he have, but he is a spirit. And if you look at the is's, if you let me put it that way, in scripture, you'll find where the Holy Spirit is 
uh, well, Elohim is spirit. And then he says that uh, Elohim is a, is a consuming fire. Elohim is love. You know, you have things like this that, that will give you the uh, understanding of how he is made up. You see how he made up. You see how we are made up. We're the same thing. You know, we, we are a spirit. We possess a soul. We live in, we live in a body. And there's what you call communicable attributes and non-communicable attributes that the father possessed. The non-communicable attributes that he possessed is sovereign ruler over everybody and everything. Okay? So he is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, let's look at the body of Elohim. He's not some spirit floating out somewhere, and we're going to see here in Daniel 7, 9, and it, it, he declares, I watched their thrones were put in place, and the Ancient of Days was seated. His garment was white as snow. He's not talking about the color white. His garments was white or pure as snow, and the hair of his head was blonde and straight. Is that what it said? A burnet and straight. But all the pictures you see depicting uh, Yeshua or depicting any um, person in scripture, that's type hair they get, right? So the scripture is just telling you like it is. No, he says his hair uh, and the hair of his head was like what? Pure what? Wool. The texture of it was like wool. He's talking about, you know, um, his, what he had on. Then he go to how his hair looked. So he got some hair, <laughs> you know, and he's telling us what he had on. All right. His throne was a fiery flame. Its wheels a burning fire. And then, uh, uh, Shemoah, or called Exodus 24 and 10, and when they saw Elohim of Yisrael, and there was, they, and they saw him, this is where Moshe, 70 elders, and Yahshua, uh, they was called uh, to come up and, and talk with and fellowship uh, with Yahweh. And, and they saw the Elohim, sovereign rule of Israel, and there was under his what? It, did it say feet? So he got feet, right? He got hair, he got feet, so he got a body, doesn't he? So he is not some spirit out here somewhere. All right. As it were a paved work of sapphire stone, and it was like the very heavens in its clarity. All right. So we see uh, he is a spirit. He possesses a body. So when he created us in his image and his likeness, it was a threefold uh, mirror that he created us in. We look just like him. We possess a spirit. We have a soul. And we live in a body. Now, let's go to the part of Elohim that comprises personality. The same part of us that comprises personality, and that is our soul. Identification, our personality, is located in our soul. So Elohim, am I, am I moving this? Okay. <laughs> Did I go too far? Okay, there we go. Um, Elohim has a soul. That's where the personality is. Of all spirit beings, including angels, their personality. You, even when we, uh, you know, everything is over and we get our glorified bodies, you know, uh, spirit beings look just alike. We will be able to identify each other, not by the outward appearance, but by that soul. And we'll recognize the personality of those that we knew while we were here on the earth. So he says here, this is Elohim, the father. Now watch this. You can see all of them here. He says, behold, my servant 
whom I uphold, my elect one, whom I what? In whom my soul delights. So Elohim, the father, uh, Yahweh has a what? Soul. He has a what? Mind. He has a will. He has emotion. He is spirit. He have a what? Mind, a will, and emotion. We're just working on what comprises a being or a person. Okay? Now look at this right here. I just got it broke down. Broke down. The soul consists of what three primary how many, three three what primary three what component components right? That's tripod of threefold. Now look at the number three. The number three come from the Hebrew alphabet what? Gimel. All right. So what does Gimel mean? To lift up and bountifully bless, or to be rebuked as a result of a person lifting themselves up in in an arrogant way, or being full of pride. So the number three, remember Yeshua said on the what? Third day, which was the fourth, after uh, what? Uh, day of preparation, or the third day of the counting of the Omer, what, what's going to happen? He rose. He was lifted up. And he said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. When was he lifted up? On the third day of the what? Counting of the Omer. And because he got up, what happened? The bountiful blessings of eternal life was made available to us. So you get those three primary uh, functions of the soul. The number three is very powerful. You know, scripture talk about a threefold cord can't easily be broken. And with the number three, check this out. You might want to take this note. You'll always have unity. You'll always have unity. If you don't have two people, you got division because one can go that way and one can go the other way. If you got three, then what happens if you're voting on something, two people is going to go one way and one can go the other, but all three are end up going the same way. What if all three of them vote different? That's them. What I'm saying, the, uh, the probability of unity being in place is much more high when you got three. When you got four, two can go that way, two can go that way. You're deadlocked, right? All right, so that number three is, is, is very powerful. So the, soul the three primary components of the soul are what? Mind, will, and what? Emotion. Now we're going to see, does the Holy Spirit have a mind? Does Holy Spirit have a will? Does Holy Spirit have emotion? If he does, then that means he have personality, he can be identified, he is a, not just a spirit, but he is a person. Okay? He is a spirit being. Who is Elohim? Let's look at uh, Barashi 1 and 1, Genesis 1 and 1. So in the beginning, this first time this word is used, uh, the English, all the translations say God created what? The heavens and earth, right? All right, that doesn't consist. Uh, it's really not an accurate translation because you got words were left out. And anytime the word is taken from or added to, the scripture says a curse is on the one who did it. Does it not? All right, so Bible mean what? Book of books, right? So if it's the Holy Bible, then everything is in it that was in the scriptures. Is that correct? I'm, I'm just asking. So if something was left out, then it cannot, we cannot call a holy, a, a, a scribe holy to something that's fragmented. I'm just giving you some information. Book of books that contain a lot of scripture along with errors and mistranslations. That's what we get. Let's prove it out here. Let's look at the Hebrew Bible. I looked at several of them and see how it's written in the original text, and you'll see it here. Uh, you have it up on the screen. I don't know if they pointed it while I'm going through it. 
but it reads, read from, uh, the Hebrew language read, we read from left to right, but it reads from right to left. So start on the right side over here, and you see the word barrel sheet. Y'all see that? This, this green is not pointing on there. Y'all see it? There we go. Barrel sheet. You see that? Bara, which means to create or build. And I got in red Elohim. That's the first time this used. Elohim. All right. And then you got what? Yeshua said, I am the what? Aleph and the top. That's Yeshua right there. He wasn't talking about no beginning and the end. He was saying, I'm the olive and the top that was in the book of, in the beginning. And then you see right here, Ha Shemim, that's heavens. And then you see Vav, and some of them got the Vav standing out. And you got another what? Olive Tav, and then you got Ha Ares, earth. So Elohim, Elohim, in the beginning, Elohim created first his word. And his, his expression of himself, which is uh, how he would communicate to man, the language he would communicate to man with in the beginning. And talking about Yeshua, because Yeshua is the what? Is the word. He is the written word. He is the spoken word. So the word created the heavens and the word created the earth. All things was created by who? Him, Yeshua, and through who? Yeshua. That just accentuates that because he's telling us right here in the beginning he created Elohim, released the word, and the word created the heavens and created the earth. That's why we have to understand how important it is. When he said, I am the olive top, he was letting us know I'm the first and the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet. I'm the first and the last letter of the word of words or the letter words that I will speak to mankind in. That's me. And they left it out of all the English translations. You don't find that at uh, olive top nowhere. And he, even after he revealed himself. And here is the fallacy of translation because you got most of them even over in Hazan called Revelation, they'll say what? I'm the what? Alpha and Omega, right? He ain't saying nothing about no, you, don't, you don't see no Alpha Omega <laughs> over there. <laughs> you don't see that. Alpha Omega did not create no heaven nor created no earth. He said, I'm the Aleph and the Tav, but the translators made a gross error in scribing this as a transliteration. Why did they do that? They was doing it without the life or the illumination of the Holy Spirit. They just simply was uh, translating the language. So you can't depend on translators. Holy Spirit was not sitting there giving them illumination of what to translate. They were just professional linguists. So when people start arguing about what the Bible says and stuff like that, you got a translator wrote that. You can do the same thing. Go look at the Hebrew script yourself, get the definition, get a lexicon, and you can see what it's saying. And what I'm saying is very important. Y'all catching it? All right, so that's Elohim. Who is Elohim? He is the creator in the beginning. And you notice in uh, Bereshit chapter 1, the scripture said, let us, let who? Us make man. Bereshit one twenty six. in our image. And our, what us? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, whom you see throughout scripture. Okay? So if, if, we, are, if, we, if we are persons, then he created us in his image. He have to be a person. In his image, in his likeness, his similitude, in his likeness, he, he is a spirit, we are a spirit. He have a soul, we have a soul. He have a body, he have a body. In his image, his characteristics uh, uh, was imprinted and stamped upon us. So when heaven saw Adam, the source or father, they saw the father, in heaven on earth. 
a duplicate of himself in the earth. And Lucifer saw that. He, he had a, a serious problem with that. He had already committed uh, his act of defiance and left his place, his, uh, his position. He already left where he was supposed to be. And he left that, you know, because he wanted not to just be God. He wanted to be like him and have him under him, Elohim. He wanted to take over the, everything, take over spirits. <laughs> Watch folks, he take over spirits. Okay. All right. Now, let's look at the mind. That'll take us into this. So who, Elohim, who is Elohim? We know it's the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And we're talking about the person of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to bring out more scripture uh, that'll encourage us and prove the fact that we really need to learn who he is and how he functions. Because most time I hear people talking about the Holy Spirit is some miracle that happened or the Holy Spirit told me something. Uh, something like that, and then you look at the life behind closed doors, there's no time being spent with him. Uh, he's just for power, you know, understand? So um, let's look at this. Let's look at the mind. He and he, see what the scriptures say, and he who searches our hearts knows the what? Searches our hearts knows the what? See? The who? The mind of the spirit is going to qualify what spirit He's making reference to whether it's our born-again human spirit or Yah, the Holy Spirit. He who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit does what? Intercedes for Elohim's people in accordance with the will of Elohim. That's the Holy Spirit. The uh, uh, 826 says we don't know how to pray as we ought, but the Holy Spirit help us in our infirmities making intercession for us through groanings, which not can be articulated in understandable language. That's the language of fire. Some translations say he just groaning, but groan means it cannot, that articulation is not of the world when he, when he go and begin to pray like that. And groanings do occur. Groanings is what you call travailing prayer. That's one of ways you pray. Travailing prayer, just like a woman, is travailing, giving forth a child. You know, if she don't cuss out, but she... They're definitely gonna groan. Some of them, some of them say some stuff <laughs> like out and ooh and e and ah, <laughs> you know, may get backhand slap or anything. But they are doing what? Groaning in what? Travail. And the Holy Spirit showed that to me very clear. Which prayer he was talking about years ago, and I just went on a consecration because it, it wasn't it wasn't linking it wasn't it wasn't linking with the rest of that passage there, which he talked about. The whole earth is in travail. The whole earth is groaning waiting on the sons of Elohim to manifest themselves because the earth and creation is not an original state that was created in. The earth and everything in the earth was created to be ruled and governed by mankind. Man fell from his position, gave away his dominion, and that put the earth off course. It's, it's out of order. Y'all seeing it? So the earth is groaning. There's a language being given by the animals, by the ground, and every, everyone looking for who? I need to be governed. Now, where y'all at? Now, we, we jumping and looking for smoke and following Bishop Hutu and Prophet Utu. Okay, because the Spirit intercedes. We already read that. So that's the mind. That scripture is letting us know that the Holy Spirit have a what? A mind, right? Now, let's go to this next one. Let's look at the will. The Holy Spirit possesses a will. All these, this 1 Corinthians 12 and 11, after you mentioned the manifestation uh, of, of the distributions of the Holy Spirit upon people. And you will see prophecy listed 
in these manifestations. You see the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge. And he mentioned the gift of prophecy, uh, different languages, interpretation of language, uh, healings. You'll see all of this in 1 Corinthians, uh, called Corinthians 12. And in verse 11, it says, all these are empowered by one and the same spirit who apportions to each one individually as he what? As who will? Holy Spirit. As he will. It's not my will. You understand? So if he is not willing to uh, give or manifest in that area, he don't. So 1 Corinthians 12 actually making reference to uh, a person, any believer, any saint, any citizen of heaven, any ambassador that will make themselves or yield to him and make themselves available, he'll use you in those areas. You see? And then when you begin to look at them, you have got the prophetic. You have three primary manifesting the prophetic, and that's what? Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and interpretation of languages and different languages. And then you have some other ones manifest in teachers, you know, knowledge, okay? Each, each ministry gift that Yeshua gave in Ephraim chapter 4, and you look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, you will see um, uh, more than one of those gifts operating at a higher rate through those uh, persons as, as it would just in a born-again believer. And what I mean by that, he get a word of knowledge, right? See, knowledge is what? Information, right? And wisdom is what? How to apply the information. Now, those gifts go with every teacher. If you, if you say you're a teacher and you don't have that, you ain't no teacher. And the Holy Spirit not distributing it as he will because that person don't possess that teaching gift to teach teachers. However, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge will come upon any believer who make themselves available. And what's the primary to make you, how, how do you, what's the primary way for us to make ourselves available? I mentioned the scripture when we first started out. What's the primary way that we make ourselves available? Huh? Get in the position. First of all, he says, uh, unless you become as a what? Little child, right? You won't enter or understand the kingdom, right? Now, in Matthew 13, he says what? To you has been given. To who? The person who put themselves in a position to learn by their what? Investing and investment into the kingdom knowledge. You see it in there? All right. So if I'm like that, then I'm going to draw from the Holy Spirit, and he will willingly give me wisdom, knowledge, understand. You know, what about discerning of spirits? That's not just some person who, I got discerning of spirits. Like, Every believer, shoot, if y'all not discerning spirits, something wrong. If you can't, you know, something is really wrong. Why I see angels, I do too. Why I see this, I do too. Okay. Now the prophetic, will, it will manifest on a prophet, a prophet, not the spirit of prophets. It's two different things. And we still talk about the personality of the Holy Spirit because we need to see how you operate. All right, if you get a prophet, Yeshua said he left one of the uh, ministry, governmental ministry gifts was a what? Prophet, did he not? And then over here he talks about the spirit of prophecy. There's a prophet and then there's a spirit of prophecy. The spirit of prophecy can come upon any believer who have yielded themselves. A prophet is different. Just because spirit prophet come on somebody, it doesn't make them a prophet. Just like a, a, a manifestation of an understanding would come on a person, that don't make them a teacher. Oh, ooh, I got a revelation. Let me go get my doctor degree and, man, I'm going to go across the land and teach. You're not a teacher, though. First, learn your, I mean, teach yourself first. 
the ones I be seeing, you know, it's just something. Okay, well, anyhow. All right, so that's the will of who? Holy Spirit. He is a person. Now, think about this. You as a person, how would you operate and how would you distribute? Based on what that person wants or based on, since you're the governor, on what you want? How would you do it? So we get a lot of understanding of him, number one, looking at us <laughs> and looking at how things are done and how people relate to each other. You'll see a lot. I'm not talking about old evil, hateful people, but how, you know, you know, you know. All right, let's look at uh, another one. Let's look at emotions. Well, God don't have no emotions. Yes, yes, he does. Ellingham does. And the Holy Spirit does. FEM 4, 30 and 31. Did I get it up there? Here we go. And what does it say? And do not what? Grieve who? Holy Spirit of Elohim. And making sure you understand what spirit he's talking about. With whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all. And I'm going to read all this because it's very important. Get rid of all what? Bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, and slander. Slander is an assass to assassinate a person's character. You know, to slander is to put people's name down, say things about them that are discredit them and make people not want to uh, respect them, along with every form of what? Malice, gossip, you know, being catty, keeping mess going all the time. You know what we call messy people? Now, he is saying that does what? That grieves the who? Holy Spirit. It makes him, and we're going to look at it. Here's the Hebrew meaning for it. it. It does what? It means one of the words is to what? displease, uh, vex, or rest. He's displeased with that. He, he don't operate through mess like that. So if he is displeased, and one translate, one uh, uh, lexicon say it makes him sad. No, it really just hurt his heart, you know, to see a, a citizen of heaven conduct themselves like that. Now, he is the governor of the kingdom on the inside of us, you see, and that's not the culture of the kingdom to have this type of stuff going, activity going on. So when that is going on, he's not happy about that. You know, we make him sad, we grieve him, we vex him. He really don't like that. Now, as a, as a person, uh, we can look at ourselves. Do you like being around people like this? <laughs> See, if you do something wrong, because the governor on the inside that vexes him. So can ask yourself the question, could you just be around bitter people or be in bitterness all the time? Or do you be bitter? Or are you bitter? Are you ang angry? Are you going rages and want to fuss and fight and always doing some mess and all off into malice and stuff like that? Uh, we need to ask ourselves the question, am I doing anything? Because if I am, and if I am, if I am born again, then I'm vexing what? The Holy Spirit, I'm hurting his feelings. You know, all that he is to us. Here's the governor here bringing the culture of heaven, have brought it on the inside of us, the culture of heaven. The governor's back in the earth, back in his house, you know, back in, in our temple. He's in our temples, which is his house, you know, teaching us the culture of the kingdom. He teach one thing, we go do another thing. Just like with a parent. We grieve our parents by doing it. Man, I done taught him and raised him. I don't know why they went out and did something like that. And on the inside, just, you know, parents. Y'all grow into more parenthood. <laughs> you know, you understand that, that really convection. I mean, you just, you just kind of just 
Okay, I'm just through with it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what else you can do with them. I, I've done all this. So the Holy Spirit, that's a, that's it, that is a what? It is a what? Emotional expression. So he does have emotion. He is a person. The Holy Spirit is very gentle. The Holy Spirit is not overbearing. The Holy Spirit don't repeat himself. Here's a type of person who is so gentle that he'll tell us something one time. You know, and I'll be hearing people talk, yeah, yeah, the Holy Spirit made me so-and-so, so-and-so. Holy Spirit kept telling me to do this. And I, no, he didn't. He didn't keep telling you. <laughs> He's not like us. He, you know, you know, because in the scriptures over in Hebrew, uh 4, he talks about, he says, don't harden your hearts like they did in the days of, of the wilderness, you know, the 40 years they was out there in the wilderness because they didn't believe or mix the word that they heard in their belief system. He said they didn't, they didn't mix the word with faith, what he was talking about. The word never got in their belief system. They never, they never had a conception of the word. It stayed on the outside. He said, so don't you harden your hearts. And then you go through and, and provoke the father to wrath by the way you're treating the Holy Spirit. You understand? Because the Holy Spirit is not mistreating us. He is a governor. You don't mistreat a governor that's been sent there by a government to bring their government culture, their language, you know, uh, their behavior patterns to their territory that you are part of. So if we begin to study out, like I said, some uh, uh, governmental structures based on kingdom concepts, we'll get to understand the Holy Spirit, how he's operating. You seeing this? So we have a spirit. I mean, he is spirit. He have a soul and Holy Spirit have a body. Because we just saw over in Exodus and the Trinity, they are just the light. They are one with three different what? Personalities. Three that you can identify each one. Now, um, what I'm going to do here is there, 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 there were some questions asked. And I'm, I'm going to get back into some of those. But prior to doing that, I want to make sure that we understand that the Holy Spirit is a Person, if anybody got a question, I want to address it now because this is a study. It's not just I like the the demand that was put on, you know, what we are sharing because you know, and we're gonna get back to the teaching we was doing. Uh, the next phase of that, we're gonna talk about the purpose of Holy Spirit, the Governor of the Kingdom. What 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 is his purpose? Why did he? I mean, what's going on? You know, and we're gonna see some other things. But in terms of having fellowship with him. And relating with him, we need to understand this. He is a person. Okay? So if he is a person, how do I treat other people? How do I treat myself? How do I relate? Do I have more respect for other people than I do the Holy Spirit? Do I obey what other people tell me to do? At the same rate, I obey what the Holy Spirit tells me to do. You understand? So people, you know, uh, Satan got a lot, a lot of false ministers out here. They have you to think you have to depend on them for everything. That's not true. And you got a personal friend. People who are depressed, if they get this, depression is gone. People who are lonely, they get an understanding of this. The loneliness is gone. People are lonely. People are uh, uh, depressed. People stressing out. Uh, people are in a hopeless state. 
uh, have a, a, a mental things going on and trauma going on on the inside because of an absence of relationship or I like to say fellowship with a person. We were created to bond together, to be around. We were not created to be single or separate. If I, I worked prison ministry for 10 years, national and international, and uh, the hardest punishment or the most hideous punishment that a man in prison was subject to was to be separated in isolation. They did not want that. That'd make them go crazy because we were created for what? Fellowship. We were created to be around. That's why he said don't put off the assembly when we come together as a group, as a unit, because we were made to do that. Now, you know, people want to set up, you know, I mean, technology is fine, we use it, but that's why I keep saying it's never to replace us coming together. That's the way it is in heaven. Ain't nobody sitting over in cone on the phone and everybody else at the temple worshiping or somebody else staying at home because they, they don't feel good. <laughs> you know, it's not like that. So when we get to know him or if we open our minds up, open our hearts up and begin to recognize I got a person living in me. I got somebody talking to me. I got somebody with a will in me, with emotions in me. It's just like, you know, women, this is why women are more susceptible uh, to spiritual things. They are more sensitive because they are more susceptible. And women carry life. They even know how it feels to have another person on the inside. That's something. That's just amazing to me. Knowing how it feels to have a whole human being on the inside of you. A whole nother spirit, a whole nother soul, a whole nother body on the inside. Now that is amazing. So the ladies can think back and reflect on that and then you'll see how much the Holy Spirit actually been talking to you. You'll, you'll see, uh, be able to identify when he is willing to go this way or he, he want to go that way. But we get so strong-willed and so strong-minded, you know, and, and, and just, just over-emotional on things. Don't be the Holy Spirit. You know what? He, he never, he, you can't never spook him. How many of y'all spook him? You understand? You can't spook him. Being spooked is an indicator that I think I'm by myself. Something unexpected or something happened, but it's actually revealing I think I'm by myself. I don't want to go in that room by myself. You got a person in you, though. Oh, oh you know. But the Holy Spirit talking to you all the time. And you, know, and you know this and that, and I can do this, I can do that, but you don't want to go in the room by yourself. I'm just giving some examples. Some basic examples. So if we begin to listen more and talk less, that voice that's been speaking in your spirit, you will be able to hear very clear. He speaks to our spirits. But if I'm operating primarily out of what? My mind, my will, my emotion, what's coming from the outside, and I'm bringing all of that in to my, the gates of my soul, then I'm living from the outside in. I'm not living from the inside out. That's what uh, Lucifer, that was his main agenda to get uh, first, he got Masa Eze and Negad to do that, get, got her offended, to rebel against the word, but he did it from the outside in. He brought something from the outside. You remember the, ep the teaching about epigenetics, you know, environmental stimuli? He stimulated her from the outside. They were never, we were never made up to be led from the outside. We were always built for the governor on the inside of us to influence us. That's how we built up. And y'all remember when Gideon, 
he fleeced, but it was okay because he, he wasn't born again. You remember he said, if this you, let this uh, fleece be wet in the morning, and it was wet, then it's okay, and give me one more again, one more again, one more again. If this you, let it be dry in the morning. Yeah, next morning, fleece was dry one. Wasn't it? So, but we don't fleece him. Well, well, Holy Spirit, if this you, uh, make DJ come on with, with a red necklace on and let Tori have some black shoes on. Miami Stompers. If she can go find some Miami Stompers, I know this you talking to me. She, she, it, ain't, it ain't happening. It's not happening. But the devil heard you. And he sent one of his servants to get you some Miami Stompers. And he sent one of his servants to give DJ a red, whatever I said. And they walk in, oh, that's the Holy Spirit. I, I, I know this. I know this right. No, no, it's that, that's not him. That's not him. So would you uh, communicate with a person like that? Or would you just talk to him? Y'all seeing this? I get more understanding of Elohim. I get more understanding of the Holy Spirit by looking at how people and families should function. When I just look at the word and see how families and people should function, I understand them better. How does a father actually function? What is the role of a father? I understand the Holy Spirit better. I understand the Father better. I understand Yeshua better. Just looking at what he has already uh, built and placed in the earth and how it should function, now, now we got a revelation of what's in heaven. Y'all getting this? All right. Now, before I get off of this, and I'm about to close it, I want to look at this word for grieve using uh, the uh, one of the tools of revelation. We're going to look at each letter word. Okay. So if he is grieved, what is his will concerning this area that I changed it to cause him to feel like that? So you got this word, uh, it's spelled I sated bet or babe. You see it? I sated bet and it's what? A sob. So I mean to reveal, right? Vision, understanding. Holy Spirit is there in us. One of his functions is to do what? Give us understanding, illumination, vision. When vision is a revelation or vision, you can say, is to be able to see purpose or to see how a thing works and why it was created to work. And then you get Satan, which means a desire, a strong desire. It's his strong desire where on the inside of us bed that power, he is there by way of covenant agreement he made with the father he is carrying out something that the father won't carry it out on the inside of us that he strongly it's a strong desire for him to give us understanding and vision he can't do that if i'm tripping and got those stank attitudes so he is there he can't fulfill the desire that the father put in him to fulfill for us because i'm bitter well you don't know what they did to me well you just you just you just but look what you're doing to the holy spirit though you know, and this have helped me and this helped me, you know, stay whole emotionally, you know, help me stay whole, you know, in my soul, mind, will, and emotion is that I always remember that more was done to him than that was done to me. I always remember that he is on the inside of me. And he is greater than any straight haired, knotted haired, curly haired Hebrew that try to do something to me or Negro or Caucasian or Asian or whatever you may be, you're not great in here. You're not worth me getting better. 
I don't like you, but I don't hate you. <laughs> you understand? Or to do what? Uh, get angry. He said, anger, get angry. That's expression of your emotion. If you lock it up, you're going to go crazy. Express your anger. Anger means, look, I'm not in agreement with what's going on. This, I don't like this. All right, but don't just be go off and just be mad all the time. You mad four days. Now bitterness has set in. And it, it start, it, it, it's a root, it's get a root in there. Then the scripture said it'll spread out to other people and defile them also. And then what about slander? Somebody do you wrong, you go talk about them. You know, you, and they don't even know about it. People just looking at them crazy. I don't walk in many <laughs> places and people looking at me crazy. I said, yep, some, 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 somebody been flopping them lips. But if, if, if they believe this stuff and that's type first, I don't need to be around them neither. I'm always, hey, how you doing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, that's so, 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 and so. But why are you acting like that? And I, how, come, how come you so, how come you? I don't put up with no mess. But at the same time, I learned that Holy Spirit is more, my fellowship with him is more important than any person. It's more important. And that's one thing we all can learn. All right, so I got a question. Feed me the questions. I got a little time, and I'm going to do that, and we'll stop it. Okay, so while we are, are, are working on those questions, while you get them to me, huh? Do what now? No, I do q and I prefer that because that's the vein we're in. But any, any question, I'll answer it. You understand? I'll answer it. And if y'all see someone online asking a question, let me know on the, on the stream and let me know and we can do that too. Yeah, but I'll do that. But there's another a question that came. Uh, here's a good one. Uh, you know, the scripture said, if you blaspheme or blaspheme is slander also. You know, this person is anointed, living clean, and you got everybody thinking they're doing something else. All right. If you do that to Holy Spirit, then you don't get forgiveness for it. If you ascribe what he is doing and say that the devil is actually behind it or the, what he, the good that he is doing say is evil, what you're doing, you can't get no forgiveness. Yeshua said if you blaspheme the son, you get forgiven. Blaspheme the father, you, forgive, you get forgiven. But if you do that to Holy Spirit, you don't get forgiven. Why is that? Why is that? Have anybody thought about that? What you say now? He's present in the earth. Well, you getting at it. it. That's part of it. That's a piece of it. <laughs> it's some more to it. Because, you know, by him being in the earth, the Father and Son is in the earth. Even though Yeshua is sitting, sitting uh, he is seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven, in the place, as well as the Father. And the Holy Spirit always have been in the earth. That's, you're on the right path now. But have anybody thought about that? Does that mean that the Holy Spirit is better than the Father and the Son because if you do something to him, you don't get away with it. You can do something to the Father and Son and get away with it. I mean, what? Anybody thought about that? Okay, well, here is, and I got some questions on this also. Use on point. The Holy Spirit actually, look at uh, 1 Corinthians 12. And three, we're going to read this. The Holy Spirit, you remember when Yeshua said he was a door and truth and way in the life? Okay, he was a door 
for mankind to get restored back to their position of righteousness with the Father and get our dominion back. He was the door to that. Okay? All right. Now, Yeshua said, can't nobody come to me unless the Father draw them. You can't come through the door unless the Father draw you. Well, the Father's in heaven, so how is he drawing us to the door of Yeshua? Who is the will of the Father in the earth? Who is the perfect will right now of Elohim, the Father and the Son, the other two uh, personalities of Elohim in the earth? It's the Holy Spirit. He only, just like Yeshua, walked as the first Adam did. He said, when you see me, you see the Father. I don't do my will, I do what the Father sent me. What he was doing was what Adam, the first representative of mankind in the earth, was supposed to do and where he fell at. And what he did, he did it through the Holy Spirit and by the power of the Holy Spirit, the governor in him. You remember when the uh, word said, when uh, Yeshua, Miriam, when she was impregnated by who? Holy Spirit. Y'all remember that? Because Yeshua said, uh, when the Father wanted to inter intervene into the earth and get us restored, what did the Son say? Prepare me a body, I'll go. So who plant the seed in Miriam's womb? He said, you are con that which you have conceived is what? The Holy who? Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the governor. The governor, when the governor come to a territory, he comes and live in a special house. You understand? So the governor came into the womb of Mary and formed and built the house called Yeshua. You seeing it? He said the Holy Spirit did that. So when that happened, now the Holy Spirit, the presence of the Holy Spirit always been. He never left. But in terms of him governing the earth through mankind like the Father wanted to do it in the beginning, that wasn't going on because he didn't have no house. They kicked him out when they rebelled and declared declaration of independence against the governor. Y'all catching it? All right. So Yeshua, Adam, Elohim represented on earth, he was the last one. The first one messed up. So when Yeshua came, he came by way of the Holy Spirit. Everything he did, he did it through the power and influence. The Holy Spirit he led the Holy Spirit, led him, empowered him in Matthew 3 and 4. The Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness. When he was uh, initiated, the Holy Spirit came upon him. Y'all seeing it now? All of that was to reveal unto us what Adam's mandate was and what my, our mandate is and how to fulfill it. It's all through the governor on this side of us, the Holy Spirit. We have the dominion, but the dominion that we have he is the one who is teaching us how to do it by the kingdom precepts. Y'all catching this now? So when the Holy Spirit came in us, now I got a governor in me. And when that governor came in, he, me, he brought everything that that government and nation represent with him. And he teach me and give it to me. Okay. So now the Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians 12 and 3, it says, Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the spirit of Elohim calls Yeshua a curse. And no one, watch this, here's, here's a key factor. 
of, of this, this forgiveness thing, why you can't blaspheme him and get away, to, get away with it. And no one can say that Yeshua is owner of Adonai except by who? Holy Spirit. Now, here it is. No one could even understand or see or be drawn to Yeshua to say what they are saying unless it comes through the Holy Spirit. Yeshua said he is the door for man to get back to his right position, right? Holy Spirit is the door to get to the door because the Holy Spirit is the one that brings us to the door, Yeshua. You catching it? The Holy Spirit is the one that give us the belief to believe and make a confession of belief. Because a lot of people saying, Yeshua, you Lord, and they live like a donkey, then broke his leg and a parakeet tore his ear off. I mean, just live crazy. You know that that's not Holy Spirit. You know ain't no kingdom in them. A lot of people make that confession. They don't mean, that. they don't, look, if the proof and of the manifestation of the Spirit is not in person life, they are not born again. Okay, how much they talk. Because And now, if the Holy Spirit gave that understanding, that revealed and gave the illumination of who Yeshua is, and we actually believe, see, how, how do I believe? How does something get in my belief system? Huh? It comes from a what? Precept or idea, right? And I do what? I accept that idea. Once I accept it, I'm convicted in my belief system. That can only come by the Holy Spirit. That idea, that plan, that thought concerning what I need to do and what Yeshua did to get me back restored, the Holy Spirit do that. That's why he said no one could say that Yeshua is owner except by the Holy Spirit. Only the Holy Spirit gives us understanding that he actually, Yeshua is actually Lord. He actually owned everything. He owned everything that we once owned prior to us being born again. Once I get born again, he said everything I got is yours. All spiritual blessings in the heavenly realms have already been given to us. Blessed be Elohim, the Father of Yeshua, the Messiah, who has made us or who have already empowered us with what? All the spiritual blessings in the position that we fell from in the heavenly places. On earth, when we get born again. So, if I act a monkey and mess up the door I need to go through to get to the door, how am I going to get to the door? So that's what Yeshua was saying. Listen, if he is the one that's bringing you to me and you calling him a devil or a demon, we can't do nothing. <laughs> you, you know, come to me. I'll forgive you. What are you actually saying? You can't, I'll forgive you if you can get to me. The Father will forgive you if you can get to me. You can only get to me through the Holy Spirit, and you messed that up. Now, what are we going to do? You seeing it now? See, take it out of the, the, the English Western way of thinking. These are translations. You just get to the kingdom concept. I'm messing that up. You sure? I mean, how, how is he going to forgive me, and he don't even know who I am? <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there. That's a door right there. I'm waiting for everybody to come in that door. I forgive them. Give, give them the right place. Bring them on and give them their stuff. And huh, here's your authority back. You got everything back. And I'm just waiting. I thought, I thought old Johnny was going to make it. I 
I thought he was mega. I saw saw the Holy Spirit dealing with him. He done messed up and messed that up now. Ain't nothing I can do. That's what he meant by when he said what he said. All of them are the same. All of them have the same back. They're all one. uh, uh, Elohim, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit are all what? One. But the one who has been continuing to operate in the earth on our behalf, the governor, the one who... Yeshua went back. Yeshua came in and left, went back. He said, I'm through. I did what I was supposed to do. Y'all take your stuff. Do what you need to do. Now, the whole, I'm not going to leave you orphans, right? Apparently, I'm going to give you somebody just like me who's going to be a governor on the inside of you. So that's why I, I tell people all the time, don't play with the Holy Spirit. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, please. Learn who he is, and we'll find out we'll have better lives, more peace in our minds, we'll sleep better, Life will just get a lot easier once we begin to let him influence us and him govern us. Getting it? Okay, what was the question? Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. I didn't say no black and I'm proud. I said say it loud. <laughs> oh, that's the question been answered. Okay. What you had? I'm going to repeat the question so you all can get it too. Go ahead. Okay, here it is, because some people say only a sinner can do that, but you have to, again, you know, always, and I'm telling you all, um, I'm here to help you out. I'm here to help you to help somebody else. That's why I answer questions, so you can go help somebody else. Look at what the integrity of the scriptures, they are integrated, right? So Ebri tells us, uh, let's look at this right quick. Go to Ebri, call Hebrews, I think it's uh, 10. Uh, uh, 10, let me just go to one here. I'm going to get, it's a lot in here. Okay, now, and the other sacrifice already prepared me a body. We talked about that. All right, now, uh, let me see where I want to go here and begin reading it. Uh, 10 and 26, we're going to hit here, okay? Now, can a believer... Uh, slander or reject and re- the Holy Spirit. That's blasphemy is rejecting them. See, you got to reject a person before you start slandering them. Okay. He said, but for if, now this book is written to citizens, Hebrew citizens. This is not written to sinners, what we're about to read. They are citizens of heaven. For if we sin willfully after we have what? Received the what? Knowledge, information of the original word, which is true, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin, but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and fiery indignation, which will devour the adversaries. Anyone who rejected Moshe's law or teaching dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses of how much more worse punishment do you suppose will he be thought worthy who has done what trample the son who is Yeshua and the word of Elohim underfoot counted the what blood of the covenant by which he was what sanctified 
He was separated. Now, only born-again people are separated or called sanctified, set aside for Elohim's exclusive use. These are ambassadors. This is a person that was born again. You seeing it? All right. A common thing and did what? Insulted, here we go, the spirit of grace. For we know him who said, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says Jehovah. And again, Adonai would judge his people. It is, it is a, he would judge who people? His people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living Elohim. Y'all see that? All right. Now, let's look at uh, chapter, I believe it's six, Hebrew chapter six. Okay. And I'll give you where I'm going in a minute. Uh, six and one. Get Hebrew, call Hebrew six and one. I know it's different teaching that. Some say blasphemy is to commit suicide. The Pharisees that Yeshua was talking to, they were not committing suicide. They told him he was operating through a demonic spirit, a chief demon called Beelzebub. He didn't commit suicide when he said don't do that. So I don't know where to get that from. Y'all catch me? The only thing I can give you is what scriptures say. I don't have no add-ons. Now, you read over in Yochanan, I believe it's eight, and it's a reference to where it is coming from when he said, you know, listen, you have your daddy. He said, y'all have your daddy, the devil. <laughs> they said, Abraham, my daddy. No, he said, if Abraham was your daddy, you hear what I'm telling you. You're not hearing what I'm telling you because you, you know, Abraham not your daddy now. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know? Then he said, no, you're speaking about a prince demon. You, you, you ain't nobody. He said, look, bro, let me, hold on now. I can deal with some religion, but y'all messing up. Now, you messing with the person that's going to actually give you some sense concerning who I am, and you're going to close that door up, and I ain't going to never be able to help you. So he said, you mess with him. You, if you blaspheme me, fine. Blaspheme the Father, fine. But please don't do that, because the only way we can forgive you again is he bring, he bring, bring you to us. So watch this right. He said, therefore... Leaving the discussion of the what? Elementary principles is, is italicized, but the elementary or the basic things of Messiah or the anointing. Let us go on to what? Perfection or, or maturity, not laying again the foundation of what? Repentance from dead works. How many Christians come, I'll repent, 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 repent? Just change your thinking, you'll change your lifestyle. You see? Uh, uh, and of what? Faith toward Elohim. Faith, 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 faith. When are you going to get it? When? Of the doctrine of baptism. You're still arguing about baptizing the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Don't even stand, understand what the word baptism means. Or laying on of hands. Oh, you just want to fall out all the time. I got the power. I'm coming. I'll be the old church. I'm be laying hands on everybody. You come out. I got a word. Hey, that's baby stuff. It's not impressive. Or of what? resurrection from the dead. Oh, want to argue about that. And of eternal judgment. And this will, we will do if Elohim permits, because he wants us all to grow up. Now watch this. For it is impossible for those who were once what? Enlightened. He didn't say reveal. Enlightenment is the illumination given by the Holy Spirit. Illumination of the Holy Spirit is continual only for belief, excuse me, believers. The illumination comes first. That's what gets us born again, and after that, continue. You understand? All right. 
were once enlightened, have tasted of the what? Heavenly gift. Sinners can't, a dead spirit can't taste no heavenly gift. Taste means to take, take them on the inside. We're born again and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit. Now, this is not a sinner. And I had an elder at, my, at, at our ministry one time. We had, he had to split. Because you're not teaching people he, that this is talking about a person never born again, and this is too clear to understand because it'll once save, always save doctrine. You want to live like a, a broke-back donkey and then still come and preach. It ain't working like that. I told you. Dog, you and your family, yeah, I'm going to have to go somewhere else because I'm not going to allow no erroneous, bad, evil doctrine to be taught in this ministry. It ain't working like that. And have tasted the what? Good word of Elohim and the power. Wait a minute. Now they got gift flowing through them. Powers of the age to come. If they do what? If who fall away? They. If who fall away? They. Meaning that we can turn our back on Holy Spirit right now and run the hell 9,000 miles an hour. He's not going to stop us. People can turn and go back. They're doing it all the time. But the devil done lied to them and told them they can keep doing it and they're still going to make it. They're going to get tricked at the door, tricked at the gate. When they get to the door, they ain't going to have no ticket to get in. There ain't no hookups. It's too late. If they fall away to do what? Renew them again to repentance since they crucify again for themselves the son of Elohim and put him to an open shame. Y'all see that? All right. So this is a believer who had committed blasphemy. He said, I can't do nothing for him. Because they are the one who resist, resisting, rejecting, and have committed slander against Holy Spirit. That's the one who we need to understand is our door to the door. Did they get it? Okay, no more questions? I love Q&A. All right, we appreciate you all so much. Um, we do, uh, the doors open for those who are local here in our city. Uh, Empowerment Faith uh, Kingdom Center for Ambassadors. We are meeting midweek, and we meet on the weekend. Our venue uh, have us on Sundays now. We don't meet on Sunday because that's the Christian way or that's the way of America. We meet because it's our venue. We're getting ready to get in our own building and we meet when the Holy Spirit tells us to meet. How about that? <laughs> I want a Friday night live. Oh, I won't, <laughs> you know, but uh, we'll meet, we're meeting there and I, I just personally, I, I'm inviting you to come and just fellowship with us Let's get around each other. Let's uh, fellowship. Let's break bread. Uh, we appreciate you so much. Now, uh, someone has received an illumination of the need to be born again. Holy Spirit dealing with your heart right now. The word been taught. You're seeing some things. It's one thing to get knowledge. It's another thing to get illumination of the revelation, a revelatory knowledge that you are getting that will bring you to a point of wanting to change your mind about your lifestyle, how you're living, and what you believe in. Well, the Holy Spirit is the one who did that. Once you confess and say what you believe and agree with what he is doing with you, then you get born again. And you will know that you've been born again. What I want you to do after that take place, after you get before him and you change your way of thinking and you make your confession of a life that's been you have lived against his will, it, you got to get around a teaching pastor who can teach you the kingdom and how to live by kingdom precepts that have become your concept. Power of Faith, Kingdom Center for Ambassadors is a great place for you to come. I'll be great to have you, great to pastor you. We're not playing games. We're on a mission. I appreciate you so much. Shalom Alekum. Peace be on the inside of you.